You are now listening to Glowing Older, the podcast that goes deep with the experts shaping senior living. Brought to you by Connected Living, the leading senior living communication platform, offering user-friendly mobile apps, smart home tech, digital signage, and Timmy robots. And Link Home Therapy, the leading provider of physical, occupational, and speech therapy in senior living. Delivering turnkey, person-centered services to increase census and resident satisfaction. Hello and welcome to the Glowing Older podcast, where we interview experts on innovation in senior living. I'm your host, Nancy Griffin, and I'm so pleased to welcome you to season six and Avi Friedman, doctor of physical therapy, co-founder and chief operating officer at Link Home Therapy. Welcome to the program, Avi. Thank you for having me. I'm thrilled to be here, Nancy. Well, thank you. And thank you for supporting us uh, this year as a sponsor for the Glowing Older podcast. We really appreciate that. I would love to get started by having you tell us about your background uh, in physical therapy and how you came to co-found Link Home Therapy. Sure. So uh, it's an interesting story. About four years ago, I was actually treating patients full-time and loving every minute of it. So what I would do is on a daily basis, I would treat anywhere from eight to 10 patients going into their houses on the Jersey Shore. And as I was going into these people's homes, and by the way, all walks of life, trailer parks to massive 10-bedroom mansions uh, on the ocean, uh, there was an issue that kept coming up. And that issue was that you'd go in here and they wouldn't have their medication, these patients. Sometimes they wouldn't have the medical equipment. They wouldn't be going to their doctor's offices. And this problem was up front and center with me on a daily basis where it seemed like healthcare has this issue where we're all in these different silos. And unfortunately, they don't talk to each other. So healthcare is fragmented. And I was thinking to myself, how could we solve this problem and connect the dots here? And what do you know? Link was born, Link Home Therapy. It's in our name. And our goal from day one has been, how do you connect the dots between healthcare? How do you communicate better to eliminate these different problems that come up on a daily basis where patients aren't having their needs met in many situations or things are falling through the cracks? And you know, day one was about three years ago. I had the good fortune to start this pilot with amazing partners at Carite Centers, which is a chain of beautiful skilled nursing facilities, subacute rehab facilities, and they've been absolutely incredible. And the pilot that we started with them fit directly into what our mission is, which is to communicate better to help people across the continuum of care. So just very briefly, I'll share with you. When we started, we had therapists within these nursing homes, within these beautiful skilled nursing facilities that signed up to work for Link to help their patients when they left the rehab facility and they went home to continue getting therapy at home. And our belief was we're going to get better outcomes, better clinical care and results if we have the same therapist continue treating the patient in the home setting, whether it's actually at home or in the senior living setting. And that's exactly what we did. Patients loved knowing that the therapist that saw them come in in a stretcher sometimes or it, you know, not being able to walk. And now they're able to take their first few steps and they have that trust, that rapport, that connection 
that therapist can continue treating them at home. So we built that out. We piloted it. And for the skilled nursing setting, by the way, decreases the length of stay, decreases the cost to healthcare as a system overall. So it was this beautiful model, this beautiful pilot. And from there, we've grown exponentially. It's been a really exciting time for us. It's always driven by that mission to connect the dots within healthcare, to communicate more, to decrease rehospitalizations, to help patients at home in their natural environment. And today we are in six states at the moment. We're operational in New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Florida, and Wisconsin. And we are projecting to be in 11 states at the end of 2021. So it's been an incredible journey. Uh, we're helping so many people across the continuum of care, both in the home setting, doing house goals, and in the senior living setting. That's a great segue to my next question. How did you come to work at, with senior uh, residents in senior living communities? Absolutely. So, you know, I was talking to people in the skilled nursing setting, and what we discovered is there's about 20% of patients that leave the subacute rehab skilled nursing setting that go to senior living communities. So when we started this pilot with helping patients with therapy across the continuum of care three years ago, it was, you know, looking at that segment of the population that goes to live in an independent living, assisted living, memory care type setting, and thinking, how can we help these people? So we looked at the model and there are some incredible companies out there that are really driving the industry forward and doing absolutely incredible things with all their residents, engagement, purpose, decreasing loneliness, helping people uh, you know, be independent and get whatever needs that they have met in these settings. But therapy sometimes could be overlooked. And we thought to ourselves, how could we be innovative, be ahead of the curve, and help be the solution for therapy as partners with all these senior living communities. So we take a community-by-community approach, and we work with ownership, management, operators, all the decision makers to provide a solution that helps their residents age in place, helps lengthen the stay, helps pay, uh, the residents receive physical therapy, occupational therapy, and speech therapy on-site at the community as a benefit to enhance residents' stay there. How does it contribute to increased census and resident satisfaction? If you think about it, when you walk into an apartment building, a multifamily, whether it's in the city, whether it's in a suburban area, if there is in the lobby a cafe, a Starbucks, a local coffee shop, I think that's viewed as an amenity. I like the fact that I can wake up, get out of bed. And if I decide to, I can choose a handcrafted latte on my way out to work or grab a scone when I come home. And we view ourselves as an amenity, as an asset when it comes to marketing the community. So I can't tell you how many times we've had prospective residents come for a tour at one of the numerous communities that were in across the country. And that winning factor that resulted in the resident deciding to stay was this beautiful, gorgeous therapy room, this gym, where we partner with the communities to provide that service there. And you could almost say that our services are like those handcrafted lattes that the coffee shop would be providing to residents of the building. It's these services, but it's a lot more than that. It's helping improve people's quality of life. It's helping them be independent and be active. So residents love that. And another thing that I would add that I think is not being done right now, Nancy, is 
injecting purpose into everything that we do. And I think if you're in the senior living space, purpose is kind of a buzzword. So uh, if you think about it, so many people are trying to add meaning and engagement to everything that they do in the senior living space. But therapists spend a fair amount of time with their patients. We spend typically anywhere from two to three hours a week, usually split between two and three sessions per resident per week. And that's a lot of time to have with a resident, with a patient. So for us, it's thinking, how can we find out what is this person's story? Every therapist on our team gets trained. And when they work with a patient, it's discovering what was their former occupation? What are their passions, activities that they enjoy doing, their hobbies? What's their favorite genre of music? What's their favorite TV show? And then taking that and weaving it into their session to make that time more meaningful. I mean, some people enjoy doing squats and you know heel raises and all the different exercises and different things that you can do to help you have a better quality of life. But for some people, you need to add meaningful goals or make that activity, that session, meaningful and important to that actual patient. So that's something we focus on on a daily basis. And I'd love to share with you, Nancy, a a quick story of something that we did that I actually did with a specific patient of mine. I tried to inject that purpose into that session. So a couple of years back, I had this patient who was a Vietnam War veteran. Uh, He was in the Green Berets, and I'll try not to share too much information here, Uh, but he was suffering from rapid onset dementia coupled with a longstanding diagnosis of Parkinson's. And as you can imagine, this, this guy was an amazing person, but suffering from depression and falling every other day. It was a really tough situation. He was not interested in therapy. He just wanted to sit on his couch, curl up and watch UFC. And I would get to his house and try to think, what can I do that will get this guy motivated and engaged? Well, what do you know? On his dresser in the in the room, there's a picture of him skiing. And I think to myself, maybe this guy loves skiing, loved skiing. So start asking him questions. And he is absolutely passionate about skiing. His eyes light up. So what I did was I grabbed two canes from around the house that weren't being used. And I pulled up an iPad with a GoPro video of someone actually skiing down a mountain slope. Put that video in front of him. So his view was the view that the skier has going down the slopes. His eyes lit up. I can't begin to tell you the engagement. It was like his entire body, every fiber of his muscles were just alive and his eyes were shining. It sounds crazy, but he's looking at this video. His knees bend. He's holding the two canes and he starts living that experience. He's starting to go down the mountain. And as the mountain slope turns left, he bends to the left. And as it turns right, he turns to the right. And he loved every minute of that. And that example is just one of the of the many different ways that you can take something that's purposeful and meaningful to a specific resident or patient and infuse it and add it into a daily session. That's a beautiful story. It's a low-tech solution and super creative solution. And mm-hmm. I think we'll see more virtual reality technologies that can help, especially um, people with dementia. 
So are you seeing any technologies or using any technologies that you think will enable your person-centered approach? Absolutely. So I'll give you one example. I mean, every day we're on the cutting edge of finding any equipment out there or supplies or different things that we can utilize for our sessions that will help residents. At the end of the day, nothing replaces, I, I like to say the best technology is a therapist's hands and, you know, focus and attention. Because when you have a person that's just asking those questions and helping another person, a patient, that's everything. But at the same time, there absolutely is so much incredible technology out there. Uh, I mean, where to start? There's one device that we like using. I'm going to give them a shout out now. They're called Restore, and they have this system that's video-based where they have sensors that uh, attach to through the camera to uh, different pieces of exercise equipment that's based on color, and you can play a game that is exciting and fun. Uh, to give you an example, we don't encourage gambling, but there is this awesome uh, slot machine game where you can have an actual weight. Uh, it can be a three pounder, maybe to start with. It can be a 10 pounder as you go along. And the camera connects to that weight and it becomes the handle of the slot machine. And we've had patients just play that slot machine game a hundred times. And you could have competitions and different leaderboards, but they're sitting there and they're doing exercise. They're lifting that weight up and down. And then they finish after 10 minutes and they're like, wow, I didn't realize what a workout this would be. And it's a lot of fun. So that's one example. There are skiing games. There's so many different games that you can do. Obviously there's the Wii. Um, there's incredible full prevention technologies that we're utilizing that track that project and uh, proactively can prevent falls in the senior living setting. So there's a lot of incredible things. I'll, I'll give one other example. We piloted a technology that we're implementing now that improves grip strength, which is an incredible predictor for quality of life when it comes to activities of daily living, because we don't realize how much we use our hands when it comes to getting dressed, when it comes to using the bathroom, when it comes to eating. So Throughout the day, grip strength is a big indication of how independent and how much quality of life someone has on a daily basis. So we did this pilot with a company that built a product that kind of looks like an egg, but um, it's something that you can squeeze and it attaches via Bluetooth to a computer screen or to an iPad and uh, an iPhone. And you can track how strong someone's grip strength is through Bluetooth when they squeeze that egg-shaped device. Or you can play games where you have to squeeze as hard as you can, where you have to you know, maintain different levels of, of squeezing strength throughout that game. So there's a lot of different cool things that you can do out there. I think keeping a finger on the pulse of where technology is, is critical to stay current. And then also evidence, just the literature that's out there. Every day there's different studies that are being done, whether they're case studies or actual RCTs, you know, randomized controlled trials. And us uh, keeping a finger on that pulse as well is very important to stay current and stay forward thinking and innovative. Well, I know you, um, you're constantly staying up on trends. So can you share some of perhaps the fitness, wellness um, trends as they relate to um, Link Home Therapy's core services? Sure. So Nancy, this is something that excites me because 
I don't see this being done in the assisted living world or in the independent living world as much yet. I mean, you have some outliers that are already doing this uh, proactively. But for me, when you have a therapy room where therapy is being done, you want it to be an attractive space where people can come and feel revitalized, rejuvenated, attracted to you know, do something, some work that will help them get better. So we're building out our spaces to really uh, hit on all five senses and to make them a spa-like environment. And we're willing to work with these senior living operators to create this incredible environment where when someone walks in, it's aesthetically pleasing. It's a beautiful space that they can feel, you know, happy to be in. And then Perhaps we're putting in a, a fragrance, a custom fragrance, which we're already doing in many of our communities that when, again, a resident walks in, it's something that doesn't necessarily hit them you know, in the face. It's something that's not overpowering, but it's something that is not that sterile medical environment or the typical gym that you walk into. So you know, that, there's the other points as well, but I think that's one trends that we're putting into place. And the goal is, you know, sharing it here on your podcast, Nancy, if there's others out there that can take any of these little anecdotes and implement it in their communities across the country. Absolutely. It's a, it's a way to help residents to improve their quality of life, to improve their experience, right? Experience is everything. So I think that's one trend. I would say another trend out there is you know, customizing the experience for each community, but also for each resident. So unfortunately, I think that many companies out there have a cookie cutter approach. And maybe that was the past, but the future is completely individualized. And again, when it comes to each community, and I'm sure we'll talk about this, but there is this customized approach where you're catering to your community that you're in. And I could tell you, when I go to different states out there, whether it's in the Midwest, on the West Coast, on the East Coast, every community has its own flavor, has its own culture. And we hire leaders and rock stars in those communities to run our operations there. And we give them a tremendous amount of autonomy so that they can really connect and vibe and really do a great job with those local communities. And I could tell you no two communities are alike. We provide them with a tremendous amount of support, but we're flexible and we customize our solutions to each community. So I think having that customized approach and mindset is a game changer. And then it go, that's from a macro standpoint, but from a micro standpoint, if you zoom into the actual individual sessions, you'd be shocked, Nancy. There are people out there in the healthcare world that every patient gets the same amount of care. And to me, that's crazy because we all have our unique fingerprints and every session should be unique. If you treat someone who's after two, three sessions, good to go. They're going up and down flights of stairs independently. They're doing everything they need to do from a therapy standpoint. Hey, it might be great company. Uh, you might be able to have a great conversation with them about the weather, sports, or parking, but it's not something that's medically necessary. So I would say customizing the level of care that we're providing, which is something that we do. If someone needs more care, we'll provide more, but really fine tuning and customizing the care for every single resident based on what their needs are, whether it's a half hour session or an hour and a half session, whether it's for two weeks or for 20 weeks. You know, I think that's really, really important for the future. 
And I think one of the trends that Link Home Therapy touches on, I had Susan Ryan from the Greenhouse Project talking about how uh, the staff and um, develops deep, deep relationships with the residents. And I feel like that's the same thing that you're talking about. And um, staffing being such a huge issue, both in, in the community and, and with the, the service providers to the communities, that it really feeds the staff to have these relationships as well. And that is a retention tool. It ends up being a really good for your business. Don't you think that's true? One hundred percent. I totally agree with you. I think that when we think about it, it's it's like any giving in any relationship, right? Adam Grant has this amazing book, Give and Take, and must read if you haven't read it yet. But when you give, you feel the sense of positive impact and fulfillment. And you know, when you build a relationship, when you walk into a patient's room or home or wherever they are and their face lights up and they're so happy to see you and you can see them progress and get better. Therapists, for the most part, the reason that they do what they do, the reason that I do what I do is to have a positive impact and to help people on a daily basis. We're so lucky we get to work in a field where we can really uh, help patients on a daily basis improve what they're cur- where they're currently at. So I absolutely agree with you that building that personal relationship with every single patient or resident, like like we said before, adding in that sense of purpose, it builds that bond. I, I feel like I have so many families out there that I've treated in the past, a loved one, and I bump into them in Target and they're like family to me. So yeah, I couldn't agree with you more. I think that that does help with retention. That's such a great story. So I'm seeing a trend as well towards this uncoupling of services in some communities. In other words, letting the experts do what they do best. Um, So I I know that you're seeing that as a trend with your exponential growth. So how can a senior living community work with you? What does that look like? Yeah, so I I was at a recent conference in uh, Miami, Florida, where I saw a leader in the senior living space get on stage and say, it's a crazy time now with the pandemic and there's occupancy challenges across the board and they got to focus. He was telling colleagues in the senior living space, we have to focus on census. We have to focus on finding the right partners who do what they do best, whether it's finding the perfect physician, finding the perfect medical group, the perfect therapy partner to provide that service, I think that's how you excel. Just like we all find the you know best partners to do what we're doing. Right now, we're having this conversation uh, via Zoom. This podcast will be on Spotify. We're not looking to reinvent the wheel and to create a platform that will record, transcribe our conversation, and then post it on a music sharing platform. So we need to figure out what's our strength, focus on that, and really build it out. So I think as it relates to senior living, Link is, I believe, the gold standard in senior living therapy across the country. And our goal is to partner with communities and to help them uh, across the board with being that therapy partner that hits on, as we discussed before, uh, aging in place and uh, really improving quality of life by injecting purpose across the board. So this is a um, insurance-based service. How does that how does that process work? Sure. So typically, patients are either on 
a Medicare plan, perhaps a Medicare Advantage plan, a commercial insurance plan, or Medicaid. And with our patients across the board, when we come to a community, our goal is to help all the residents. If someone needs therapy, they can walk into our space and they'll get the care that they need because the goal across the board is we know one of the big issues in senior living is falls. And the goal is to prevent those falls. And to that end, we have you know data-driven dashboards and reports that we share with our therapy, uh, with our assisted living management partners. But uh, specifically within these uh, assisted living spaces, you know, something that we look at is events, right? So we'll go ahead and on a monthly basis, you know, you asked about insurance. Insurance doesn't cover events. And we'll partner with the activities directors to provide these therapy-based events that really improve wellness for residents across the board within a community. So to answer your question specifically, though, uh, we typically have an intake process where we'll analyze the eligibility and then we'll work with the residents or patients insurance companies to get those sessions approved uh, and ensure that everyone gets the care that they need. Now, what's interesting, I would say, is Today's day and age, healthcare is evolving, it's changing, and insurance is also obviously a key part of healthcare, right? Typically, uh, there was this fee-for-service type of structure that's moving now to value-based care, and across the board, there are changes happening on a literally a daily basis. We hear updates from CMS, and for patients, for residents in the senior living space, they really need to analyze and look at what are the benefits from these different insurance plans out there and what, what's going to ensure that they get the services and the care that they need from the best providers out there. So it's, it's a complex landscape. It's not an easy space. It, it can be frustrating for people that are trying to figure it out. And our insurance companies out there that are aggressively trying to grow their census. And it could be very hard to figure out what's the best plan out there. So it's not an easy landscape, that's for sure. I think that a future trend that's right now, um, that's right now really growing is for senior living operators to figure out how can they potentially capitalize on perhaps Medicare Advantage plan reimbursement. So there's a lot of different complex factors uh, when it comes to insurance reimbursement, but it's an individualized decision. And as a company at Link, we'll try to work with every single payer source, with every insurance company. And the last thing I'll say on this topic is the beauty with therapy is it's a low cost alternative. And if you look at what the charges and the costs are to the system, when someone goes to a hospital, for example, for one night, it's insane. It's crazy. So therapy is really positioned as a lower cost solution. So the insurance companies like us and we have the data to back that up, which is great. Do you, um, do you want to share a success story with us? Absolutely. So this is an interesting story uh, that comes to mind immediately. We have, and this is going to be another shout out, a fantastic therapist on our team whose name is Tom. And again, in the interest of patient privacy, we're not going to share too much detail, but uh, Tom is a rock star therapist who treats patients at home. And 
He was treating a patient that had previously suffered from a traumatic brain injury uh, due to a terrible car accident. She had fractured her pelvis, and it was just a really difficult situation. So Tom was working on helping this patient get back to her daily life. And one of those tasks was teaching her how to walk again. Not an easy task for this patient. Now, step by step by step, she was getting better and better at it. But the challenge was learning how to walk while multitasking. Whenever she would try to you know, focus on something else, answer a question, she would get distracted and she could potentially lose her balance, which wasn't safe. So as Tom was working with her, he was thinking to himself, how can I really engage and figure out a way to have this patient multitask while accomplishing that goal of getting better at walking again. So this patient happened to be a, a Jewish patient, and she, in, a, in her previous career, had been a teacher. And Tom told her, can you teach me the Hebrew alphabet, which was something that she did at her prior uh, career. And she said, sure. So as they walked on a daily basis, biweekly, you know, I think their sessions were actually three times a week. So at every session, she would teach him another letter as she was walking. And that focus on her gait, on her ambulation, on her walking, while at the same time multitasking and, you know, teaching Tom the Hebrew alphabet was a game changer. At discharge, she was walking independently. And Tom knows the entire Hebrew alphabet now by heart. So I think that's an incredible result. And it just goes to show you again, you know, talking about purpose and engagement and finding out what is each person's unique story and how can we weave that into a therapy session and get the results that they want um, for their own well-being. I love that story. So Avi, what gets you most excited these days? Uh, so much. Uh, it's healthcare is changing on a daily basis. To me, honestly, it's about building relationships on a daily basis with forward-thinking people that are driven to have a scalable, positive impact. You know, it's been a crazy year for everybody—a crazy year and a half now. You know, since uh, this pandemic hit and. Healthcare is has been hard hit, right? In so many different areas, so many different sectors. But working with forward-thinking, like-minded people that are driven to build something better for the future, I don't think there's ever been a better time to do that than now. There's so much chaos out there. There's so many changes. All you got to do is look at the mergers and acquisitions world and senior living. There's so much happening right now. And I think that the cream will rise to the top. We're looking to disrupt and to build a better future in healthcare. Thankfully, there's been amazing partners across the country that have already been working with us and will continue to grow that, uh, that base. So we're just excited to build something uh, better for healthcare. Well, thank you. And thanks so much for joining us today. Absolutely. Thank you for having me, Nancy. It's been a pleasure. You've been listening to the Glowing Older Podcast. 